Welcome to Mall Talk. I'm Emily Fay. I'm Paige Weldon. Let's talk about the mall. Paige, it's been so long since I started. I was about to say I'm Paige Weldon because it just sounds more natural in that order. Fucking dare. <laughs> you don't want to be Emily Fay? Well, can we? Well, okay. I guess if we're just swapping for the episode and all comments I make will be attributed to you, <laughs> I'm going to say some crazy shit on this episode. <laughs> I'm going to say worse shit. <laughs> this will be a fun ride i'm gonna i'm gonna get you canceled for the rest of your life okay Um, cool i'll be the first one (laughs) exciting Paige, did you go to the mall this week no i didn't i did not get the chance i was just uh i was in airports though and i was in the denver airport classic layover destination uh constantly experiencing a layover in Denver myself and I it occurred to me I was like oh shit this is you know I'm Colorado it's the home of Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory I walked past the airport air the airport Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory really a mouthful and I was like let's see if Truffles the Bear is there they don't have a Truffles at that location I'm shocked what's the what I don't think you can get COVID from truffles, so I think he should be out. <laughs> I mean, I think you might be speaking a little too soon on that. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I guess I don't know. Because. I mean, there's just so much we don't know about it, you know? So I feel He's like. He's such a mystery. He's such a mystery man. But I think it's because the airlines are so short on pilots <laughs> that truffles is. Truffles is over Ohio right now. Oh, man. I always forget that Truffles has a pilot's license, just Can't in case. Can you imagine <laughs> him with a little pilot's outfit, though? Yeah. Like, the airport one should have him in a pilot's outfit. Yeah. Maybe that's illegal. Like, you're not allowed to dress up as a pilot in a in an airport, just in case he gets mistaken for a real one. <laughs> Something to give a, uh, give a try next time I'm traveling. I'll <laughs> buy a costume and see if I get in trouble or not. <laughs> <laughs> what airline do you think truffles would fly for? Um, I mean, Frontier. Blue. I feel like oh. I feel like as a bear, you know, Frontier feels right. No, you're right. I was just trying to give him um, <laughs> like the best one. <laughs> <laughs> Very generous of you. <laughs> <laughs> because you know how they have like more snacks on JetBlue. I mean, on JetBlue, you can get up at any time and go to the refrigerator. Yeah. And grab yourself a Dasani and some Cheez-Its. <laughs> He's just coming to the back mid-flight, just like, <laughs> that's my bear noise, and like going through the snack. Weird bear noise, but I'll take it. <laughs> so that was it. I mean, we've said before, airports do have sort of a more chaotic mall energy. Emily, did you go to the mall this week? Yeah, just once. Um, I was also going to ask if during this week's Yellow Jackets, you went, Trump! <laughs> I was going to bring up yellow jackets. Yeah, but I just, you know, maybe maybe tune into the Patreon for more on that. <laughs> um, I went, so this is not relevant to the main feed because on our Patreon, we talked about it where I, there was a fanny pack from Madewell that I was like, do I want to return this even though I bought it with a gift card, merchandise credit. Now, I know we only talked about that on the Patreon, but I would bet 
that our main feed listeners could have assumed that that was going on with you at any given time. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. And it was. And uh, I suddenly I was like, as soon as I got this thing, I was, wait, I don't like this thing that much. But now I do feel this need for a new fanny pack to wear a crossbody. And I got hung up on the Bagu one. And after we recorded and decided that I would return it, I went to I went to the Americana. I didn't return it that night because they were closed for inventory. But I Whoa. went and bought Yeah. <laughs> but I went and bought the Bagu one from Nordstrom. They had exactly one baked apple. Oh, you got the baked apple color. I got the baked apple. And they had had it since like the other week when I tried it on and it was still there. And I think it was meant to be there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because you did you did express that baked apple was your preference in color. Mm, just this single baked apple. Just... How's it working out? So I haven't used it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tendency to save things. Yeah, for a special it's one occasion. Of my <laughs> issues. Yeah. <laughs> For some time when you need to dress up and so you want to wear a fanny pack crossbody well, <laughs> in a baked apple color. <laughs> remember how I brought up the hypothetical um, Disneyland roller coaster scenario? Oh, sure. Scenario? Either way. Scenario? Scenario. Caramel, caramel, and, uh, caramel, caramel. You know, I say caramel because I don't want anyone to think I think I'm hot shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fancy. It's caramel. <laughs> I think I said that on the Patreon as well, but I just want everyone to know (laughs) (laughs) that you say caramel. I say caramel because I'm not I'm not full of myself. (laughs) I gave, you know, a hypothetical on the Patreon where what if because this fanny pack that I returned was attached with little clips. And I said, what if I'm on a roller coaster someday and the clip breaks (laughs) and I am supposed to go to Disneyland kind of soon, it turns out. Wow. And I'm going to wear it. You're and supposed it's not to go. break. You've been requested. <laughs> Jury duty. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, doesn't Disneyland have a jail on site? <laughs> you could have a jury duty for people who get in trouble at Disneyland. Or is that just something I heard as a kid? <laughs> I I'm sure they have some sort of area. A holding area. <laughs> a holding area. Like I I don't think it probably has the same jurisdiction as the law, but I bet there's a holding area for like, you remember the big story from when we were kids where the guy like got out of pirates and grabbed the key from the dog's mouth and then he got banned forever. I don't know. And that for story. some reason, that news story that may or may not be real. I've never looked it up in adulthood, <laughs> but it just really took off. Yeah. They would need somewhere to keep that guy. Yeah, I think I just the words Disney jail are in my brain and that can't be from nothing. So (laughs) you could have jury duty there. (laughs) Well, I hope that you have success with your Bagu bag at Disneyland and you have no issues. Should we introduce our guest? reintroduce our guest reintroduce for the third time technically speaking because we had her on our on our second episode ever she's also been on the patreon and now she's back main feed it's Lindsay adams oh my goodness an honor (laughs) welcome the fuck back thank you so much honestly (laughs) i was so excited to be invited back 
because this is one of my fave podcasts. And the content you guys talk about is, like, maybe the most relatable that I can think of. So, Lindsay. I mean, I'm just saying. I, (laughs) I, like, thoroughly enjoyed listening to your intro. I have thoughts. I, sure. You know, I don't know if I was supposed to listen. No, you were. Okay. And you absolutely. No, I, you were supposed to leave the room. I well, I just didn't know if I was supposed to like participate or not. But it's like, I mean, first of all, the airport stuff, relatable. Uh, Denver. When I moved to LA, Denver, I was stuck at Denver Airport for twelve hours because no. it was when there was a shooting at LAX. Oh, my God. In 2013, it happened to be, like, the exact day. And so we had a layover in uh, Denver that just never ended. And it was bananas. So me and Sugar Bear, my cat, spent a lot of time there. Oh, my God. God. You were at the airport with a cat for 12 hours? I cannot believe she survived that. Like, I literally. That's insane. And she was so good the whole time. So it's, like, absolutely (laughs) nuts. Where did she go to the bathroom? She didn't. She did not (gasps) for 12 hours. This poor cat. I mean, 12 hours plus the two flights, though, I expected her. Yeah, I expected her to go in the carrier. Yeah. I just, like, set it up. I was just like, this is going to happen. She did not. What a hero. (laughs) Well, she was nervous. She didn't want other people to know. (laughs) I know. I was like this poor angel. Um, But I was stuck there for that. And then I um, also, for, uh, you mentioned the the Madewell um, fanny pack uh and Bagu. And my uh, my husband, so weird saying my um, uh, he. <laughs> you're technically a different guest. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm a different. I'm a different guest. But like years ago, <laughs> his mom and I like we just like could, didn't really connect, and like we couldn't figure out how to like interact with each other. And I was like, I like your bag. At one point, and like. We had we had just like exchanged numbers, and then it was just like out of nowhere. She just texted me, "The name of the bag is Bagu," and and like, and so that like for some reason (laughs) Nick and I always reference. He'll just be like, because it was just like out of nowhere, and we were like, "Is this like a this is a nice text?" Like it was such a mom or a parent text. Where it's like nothing, 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 nothing. <laughs> the name of the bag is Bagu. This is so funny to me because much of our discussion over whether Emily should return the Madewell uh, fanny pack and get the Bagu bag is, as many of our discussions about whether Emily should return something from Madewell or not are about like, is this too like mom? Is this too like oh, <laughs> Madewell to tell you. mom vibe? And then you return it, you exchange, you get this Bagu bag, you think I'm, I'm so young, I'm so chic, I'm so Gen Z, and yet. <laughs> And yet, well, surprise. Maybe, maybe Nick's mom is just really cool. Yeah, maybe right. she's not a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. What kind of bag was it? What kind? Because Bagu I, makes all kinds of bags. I, it was like a. I think it was like a bucket bag, but it was like 
literally maybe seven years ago. Okay. Okay. So it was like very – it was like a it was like a long time ago. I mean, pre-pan, which is like 100 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I, I guess it doesn't necessarily mean anything for you, Emily, but I had to point it out. <laughs> no, I mean, I, look, I, I, no judgment, obviously. But Lots of young people like Bagu. Bagu is yeah. cool. Bagu is cool. <laughs> Well, it's the availability at Nordstrom probably that makes it appeal to a, a mother, you know? it's uh, That would make sense. Yeah. Hey, Paige, what kind of um, what kind of bag does Tony Soprano use to go to the grocery store? <laughs> Is this our, are you doing a, a joke right now? Uh-huh. What oh, kind? No. <laughs> Emily? <laughs> Emily, what are you going to say? <laughs> A gabagoo. I knew it was going to be a gabagool joke. I knew it. You know, recently I was at, this reminds me, and this is not at all related really, but I was at Sprouts, (laughs) uh, the grocery store. Love it. Shout out Sprouts. Love Sprouts. Love what they're doing. Great bakery. But I was like, I I want a snack and I'd like to try something new. I I go into the snack aisle and I find these um, broad beans. (laughs) They are sweet sriracha flavor. Now, I'm not usually a like, I'm not against sriracha, but it's not like, oh, my God, I have to have it. So it's these sriracha flavored uh, broad beans, and they are called bada bean, (laughs) bada boom. And I just said, everything is working against this product for me to buy it. (laughs) It's ridiculous in the name. What is a broad bean? I don't know, but I felt adventurous. I bring them home. I love them. <laughs> They're so good. But I, I have to I have to wonder what Tony Soprano would think of, of such a thing. I can the, the Sopranos movie was so bad that I actually wouldn't be surprised if there had been product placement of either Bagu or the I, Bada Bean. That's such a reminder. I didn't see it. I haven't seen it yet. Everybody said it was so bad, and Nick and I shelved it, and then I, it just never happened. I think you're going to be totally fine never seeing it. I don't mm. think you'll miss out on anything. <laughs> I mean, I watch, I've watch, i watched The Sopranos, the show, like 700 times, but I didn't. Yeah. But Sprouts, it's funny you should mention, Sprouts has a lot of brands that if they were on Shark Tank, I think would be <laughs> – their name would be Contested. Like that's at least that's how I see it. Well, sometimes I see brands and I'm like, this didn't go through a proper marketing thing. Like people weren't testing it. He used to be keto, and there is a keto bar at Sprouts, and maybe they sell it elsewhere too. Yeah. Called Kiss My Keto. No. (laughs) It's like, it's literally, and it's got like, I think a heart. (laughs) Like, it's like, it's so mortifying. And there's like so, and I actually think that they might, I I don't know if they're good or not, but like, we won't buy them on principle. Yeah. (laughs) And so, but it's, I was just like, I can't even believe they put so much money into every other aspect of this and landed on Kiss My Keto. Yeah, wow. That feels very first option. Like they did not explore others. <laughs> really fucking. I was like, I feel like I can picture the woman behind this. 
<laughs> because <laughs> and like definitely I don't like a woman. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to stereotype, but but boys um, wouldn't put kiss in the title of something. I mean, they wouldn't. If they did, I actually would like it more. But that's definitely like an Orange County mom, you know, type. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if we called it "Kiss My Keto"? <laughs> And then they all go, oh, my God, you're so bad. <laughs> yes, exactly. They're like, that is so cute. I would buy that. <laughs> um, there's a snack I buy from Lassen's that's called Pedos, and it's Cheetos made of peas. Oh, that's not terrible. It's not terrible, but what if I think it's made of piss? Yeah, the problem <laughs> is I need to see it written out, you know? Yeah. The like, P-E-A. when I hear it. At first, I go, "Is it is it a keto pita? Like, what is, what am I hearing?" You I know? was hearing pita. Yeah. I was hearing. Yeah. I was thinking pita. Mm, yeah. So, <laughs> some things you need to visualize. You need to actually see the packaging. Yeah. Is there a dash? Is there a dash? Like no, a pea but it's like toes. pea is green, and then toes is is white font. <laughs> I'm glad we're isolating toe. So we can have it's just that like, it's really, it's toes. really, it's really hard to watch brands go through this process. <laughs> Lindsay, can I ask you a stupid question? Yeah, I would love it. Do All of you... our questions thus far have been really smart. I love it. This is the first one that this might episode. sound a little bit dumb, but do you like watching The Sopranos because you're from New Jersey? Sometimes, yeah. It doesn't sound dumb. I know it's really comforting. Yeah. It's really comforting because I grew up around people that are like that. Yeah. And so criminals. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, criminal, like sketchy, like w- intimidating families, but like their kids were like, fuck you, mom. We're going to go to the basement. Like, <laughs> like it was like a weird vibe where it was like not good. It, like, it was like, I remember one time everyone was furious with me at this girl's house because I was like, trying to lose weight so I what I didn't eat their grandma's pasta <laughs> and they like it was like such a huge deal it was so fucked up it was like uh, the word it was like the, the nastiest thing I could do and I was just like get a fucking grip like <laughs> no but I loved it because of that yeah. too and it's just like all the kinds of people and it was just like yeah that's part of it for sure there's some good mall stuff in there, certain parts of The Sopranos. Absolutely, there are. There's like the season where Tony's just always hanging out at the mall, like walking around the electronics store. <laughs> Which is like so humanized. That's like part of one of the brilliant things that they did with his character. Wasn't he in yeah. like sharper image? Yeah, like a sharper image-esque store. It was where yeah. he would meet Richie all the time for some reason. Yes. <laughs> Yes. It was odd. <laughs> no, totally. And it, there it was such a humanizing dad thing. Yeah. That you were just like, yeah, dad's hanging out at this massage <laughs> machine store. And so Jersey, Jersey malls. For sure. I mean, we, we talk about it on the podcast all the time that Jersey seems like the only place that really matches up in terms of SoCal with the mall culture. I think so. I agree with you on that because, and the Midwest will argue, but they don't really have ground <laughs> they to stand always on. Always will. 
The Midwest will always make a stink about their fucking Mall of America. Well, sure. Yeah, but the Mall of America is like, go to the Pacific Palisades, or not Pacific Palisades, go to the Palisades in New York and like, like go to the suburbs in Jersey. Like, uh, our malls shit on the Mall of America. You think <laughs> nobody gives a shit about your roller. We don't need a roller coaster. We've got like a fucking whatever in the middle of it. So yeah. <laughs> the roller coaster is a little try hard. It is. It's just like we get it. No one wants to live in Minnesota. <laughs> well, since we're back on malls, Lindsay, do you recall the last time you were at a mall? I was at a mall last night. We oh love the God. freshness. It, I mean, it's actually perfect because I thought about this podcast when I was there too. And I and I haven't been to a mall since – I mean, it's been the pandemic and the malls like sketched me out a little bit. Like, and I don't, there's no judgment. It's just like, I don't really know what to do with myself and like mm-hmm. in the mall. And so yeah. I've not been to a ton of malls during the pandemic. And I was at Burbank, the Burbank oh. Town Center Mall. It, I haven't been there in like over a year, maybe two years, but I was at the AMC there. Did you go to the AMC that's inside the mall yeah. or okay? So that's, I was I was in the mall, baby. I was yeah. in it. <laughs> yeah. What did you see? Uh well, you, uh, we always park in the parking structure where you cut through like the over by a bed bath and beyond and like yeah. that kind of a thing and so you have to walk by the Mrs. Fields. Yes. And so they've got all the cookies in the window. And then they've got like, I, I don't know what the name of it is, but it's like Tokyo culture or like Japanese culture. I think it's yeah. lifestyle. Yes. yes. Something like that. And yeah. so that we walked past that store. There was a two-story H&M. Mm-hmm. There sure is. You know, <laughs> in the center of the mall, there's a Panda Express, classic, Sbarro, classic. Weirdly, in the food court, there's – I don't know the last time you guys went there, but one thing I noticed is, like, the center food court area where it's, like, all other food places and then an Old Navy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. the Old Navy feels very misplaced. Well, the food court used to be on the top floor, before the revamp and then they put it in the bottom floor and the old navy i think just said we're not moving (laughs) it's too much stuff to move they were like this is where we are (laughs) people know we're here and we won't we won't let them we won't let down our customers because i actually am am sure that the old navy has been there for quite some time because in the Gilmore Girls episode where they go to a mall, it is the Burbank Town Center. And that's like that and the Bed Bath & Beyond are like the only things that seem to be in the same place. Interesting. Yeah. I, and then World Market is fairly new, but that's off of the food court as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I fucking love World Market. <laughs> world Market is one of my favorite it's just a it's just a place I like to be. There's yeah, one it's fun. I live by the Grove and so that's that's like where my uh like world market is. Although mm-hmm. I've talked to a lot of people recently who call it cost plus. 
I know, I well, know. it's cost plus world market. Well, right. But yeah. I know people that refer to it just as cost plus. Is this a regional issue, do we think? Something I don't know. Like Dave I, Dave Ross is the first person that comes to mind. Okay. That's it makes me – my that, mom calls it cost plus too. It makes it sound like a completely different store. Right. Like right. it makes it sound like a, a Dollar Tree yeah. or like uh, like discount grocery stores. And it's like it's actually worldly and <laughs> I would buy all the clothes there. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I wouldn't. Buy, I wouldn't buy any of the clothes or earrings from a cost plus, but I would buy them from the world market. Only caftans. Yes. You only wear caftans now. <laughs> That's as a store I would open up. Only caftans. <laughs> caftans only. That feels very the Grove. It so. is. It is very the Grove. It's just lots of drapey stuff. I literally yeah. can't wait till I'm like old enough to only wear that. <laughs> so where people I'm- aren't like. Get yeah. out of pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do have to ask, Lindsay, okay, being that you live by the Grove, which is an AMC now, yes. what took you to the Burbank Town Center AMC? <sighs> okay. Wow, good question, Paige. It is Thank a good you, Emily. Question. I mean, I knew you were dying to know too, Emily. <laughs> so, um, uh, my our friend, fellow comedian CJ Toldano and his wife Megan Gailey rented out a theater. They rented out one of the theaters at the Burbank Town Center last night for okay. CJ's birthday to watch Scream. Mm. And so that was the only reason why we went there. But I also have to say, like, I'm an AMC A-list member, so I'm, I'm not trying to brag. Um, well, I assumed so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm A-list, but – I like Burbank because it's not as chaotic, but – and here's my problem with the Grove AMC. And personally, this is a very quick fix, but they need to get it together ASAP. <laughs> they don't have the Coke machines. They don't they have the – They do have the Coke machines. What, did they just get them? <laughs> I think they've – well, okay. So maybe Pacific didn't have the Coke machines. Meaning the freestyle. Yeah, the freestyle. Yeah. 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 (laughs) No, because they – I went there like a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah. I was there like a couple Uh weeks ago. I saw Come On, Come On. Is that what it's called? Who fucking cares? I saw Come On, Come On (laughs) and I went and I was like, am I even an A-list member? Because I don't know what this Coke machine is, but it's not a freestyle machine. I think they have the Coke machines. I don't know. I mean, that's alarming to hear. Well, that's – and that will deter me because that's one of my highlights of going to an AMC is pressing all the buttons and doing, you know, the suicide soda Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And if they don't have that, it's like, well, what the fuck am I doing here? The Americana has the Coke machines. Do they? Yeah. yeah, they they always have. I feel they've had the the freestyle machine for a long time. In the Grove, memory. The Grove really relies on th- that that like chandelier aura. <laughs> their yeah. port, their the painting and stuff. Yeah, they like yeah. really they lean hard on that and the exterior to carry them. Yeah, the Grove is trying to rest on their laurels a little bit. They do. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, people are going to keep coming here. 
Yeah, they do know. They do know it. Yeah. And those people are going to sometimes want to see movies, but not that often because it's often pretty empty. (laughs) It's true. It really is often pretty empty. People are like, but can I look at the fountain? They're like, Cheesecake Factory, hold me back. (laughs) Um, I have considered my past couple times going there, like... I've considered getting something from the from MacGuffins. Yeah. Because it just looks so fancy there. Like in Burbank, it's this weird little room off to the side. Yeah. And there it looks like a fucking hotel bar or something. It does. It's really nice. It is you like, really you nice. You might meet an expatriate and learn their story. and Yeah. Well, you know, I did go to the Grove fairly recently, too. And I don't know if you've been there since the Apple Store moved. I have not, but yes. we spoke about that Did, it was moving. <laughs> okay, so the Apple Store now is, like, very fucking nice. Yeah, they I lo- haven't been inside, but I have seen it from yeah. the outside. And it was disgusting before. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a <laughs> disgusting story. <laughs> no, they, I mean, look, they have a bajillion dollars that they take from us because their electronics break and we buy them anyway. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but like, you know, there's trees inside. Need I say more? <laughs> The mall we is outside. Said we like that. The mall is outside. The trees are inside. It's there's, completely upside down. There's trees in this one. Yeah, there's that like is, that's very typical of the bigger like the like big one in New York. That's like that big glass cube or whatever. They, right? They have that. It's kind of the same vibe. They yeah. made it look like you're like inside outside. There's like a ton of trees. And speaking of everything being upside down, I think they have like a mirror on the ceiling. They do. Where it actually looks like the trees are upside down. It's, you know, it looks very, um, you know, I mean, it, it does the job. <laughs> it, it really does the job. I forgot what they're putting in the space, but the rest of the stores at the Grove are pretty trash. Like anytime I go there, I'm always like, I feel like they're fake storefronts because there's no inventory. I'm pretty underwhelmed when I go there to shop. They have very little inventory. Yeah, their inventory is terrible. And, but I was also talking to a, I was at Century City Mall, like, looking for stuff to wear for like Santa Barbara, which is like where our families went after Nick and I did like a courthouse wedding. But like, and I went to a bunch of stores there and all the store employees were just like, yeah, we have like 15% of our uh, inventory. And um, so the rest of it's online. That must have been really fun for them to tell people. That must have been really a blast. I know. I was like, because I was like, where is all the stuff? Because I looked online first and then I showed up and they were like, no, we don't have anything. And I was like, oh, good. I'm so glad. (laughs) I, you know, so I feel like now I feel like they, um, now I feel like they like anytime I go to the mall, I'm like I'm not fooled by you, with the exception <laughs> of Zara, which I think is just like a, a black hole. 
<laughs> I think we would all agree about that description of Zara. Zara as a black hole, for yeah, sure. It feels, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I can picture myself being spaghettified in there or whatever happens when you enter a black hole. <laughs> Zara is, is... And then they cart you over to Maggiano. <laughs> yes. Zara is the, the last store I was in at the mall before the pandemic. Okay, appropriate, given that that was your original store. I know. <laughs> and then, so. And also, didn't didn't you get COVID really early? Yeah, I did. I got COVID. You for sure got it from Zara. <laughs> the, the weekends of Zara. The we, but like I, wow. I like have a picture of me in the dressing room that with that because I like I'll, I'll go to the dressing room and I don't want to stand and look at myself so I snap a, a picture really fast yeah and then I sit on the floor and like scroll through it yeah but like yeah I do that too <laughs> I mean it's yeah. the smartest idea um and but yeah I that was the last store I was in I went during the pandemic at one point when it was like slowed down and I was like this has never been a scarier place to be. <laughs> so everyone just, in zara at any given time has covid yes i and can people- picture a lot of people who go into zara and i don't mean to generalize but i can picture a lot of them wearing like you know a mesh mask that they bought that they for fashion reasons you know of course and you know how people they have to pull down their mask when they yell for whatever reason yeah. <laughs> And, like, who's not yelling in Zara? (laughs) So there were just so many women who were just, like, pulling their mask down to call their friend over, their daughter, their grandma. Zara's like Costco. You bring all the generations in your family (laughs) for some reason. It's a meeting place. It is. (laughs) Um, I do want to know, how was the experience of watching a movie in a rented out theater this oh is the, fr- the second person we've had on recently who really has done this. yeah but neither of us has ever done it i have never so i've never done it um i like the movies it was really fucking cool like i yeah. actually i have never understood why rich people put movie theaters in their mansions because it's never felt like something that i would build an entire room around mm-hmm. like i i understand rooms for other dumb shit like a cat room like i i would understand you know what i mean like a room for your animals i would sure. like for example i'm just pulling this out of nowhere i have no bias on this but there's someone with like a cat room i don't know like, a room just for your cat like that i get but like or like a walk-in pantry like a smart refrigerator like something you know but i've never i've always been like who fucking cares about a movie theater in your basement and now I get it because like it really does feel super fucking cool yeah and it's also really fun as a gathering place Mm -hmm. to have people but I I'll say this though I don't think it replaces like it's more fun to like run out and get popcorn Mm -hmm. like movie theater popcorn than it would be to be like, let me go upstairs to my kitchen, which is like, yeah. sure. Because that's the thing I don't get about it is that it's like, you're still in your house. Like, it's not that different <laughs> yeah. than just like watching a movie on your couch. It just looks more like a theater. But part of the theater experience is that you're not allowed to your- use your phone because people will yell at you. That's true. <laughs> I would be on my phone the whole time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Also... 
Last week, Emily, I just thought of this. Okay, last week on the podcast, Emily told a story of being at which theater? The Grove Uh, AMC. The Grove AMC. And this woman was sitting in the front section of the seats looking at her phone, like holding her phone like up. It occurred to me, Emily, maybe she's got bad close-up vision. Like maybe she was doing that thing that people do when they can't see close. They're, they read from far away. Like oh. she was holding her phone. Because Emily was like, why was she holding it up? Everyone in the theater was on the same page as you. They had no idea what was going on. And <laughs> yeah. then I thought about it later. And I was like, maybe she was. First of all, she shouldn't be on her phone at all. But Here's my only two holes in that story. <laughs> okay, you were a there. So of, A lot of the time she was holding it in a way where she wouldn't have even been really able to Okay. See it. Okay. It wasn't. Let me hold this out at a no. distance to That's read. It, it was, was okay. not um, level with her face, just <laughs> out in front of her. It was like up. Okay. And also, okay. there was nothing to like read okay. or look at because it was that same picture up for like forty-five minutes. Got hmm. it. Okay. Okay. I just uh, any we can move on from this story, <laughs> but I just I just remembered about that. No, I mean, that's bananas. It was, yeah, uh, it was a haunting tale that Emily told. A haunting tale. (laughs) How many people went to this this, uh, screening of Scream? Yeah, there was like 20, maybe. um, But it was one of the small, small theaters. A horror movie seems like, for sure, the best use of the private screening. Honestly, it was so fun. It was such a luxury. I like was so excited. Like it was just so cool. And it was like a bunch of comedians too. So it's like every now and then if someone had like a really good piece of commentary, <laughs> like we could laugh. Or like we all laughed at the parts that like weren't funny. Right. But, like, we're only funny to us. And so it's, like, that stupid inside joke bullshit where it's, like, mm-hmm. I've been – I go to the movies with other comedians and everyone fucking hates us. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone um try to throw out a hot riff and have it land flat? <laughs> no, actually. Everybody was really respectful for the most part. Okay. The only part – there was only one part in the movie that uh, not spoiling anything at all. Of Scream? Yeah, of Scream. I'm the not original? Spo- oh, no. This was like the new Scream. Oh, there, I didn't know there was a new one. Yeah, there's a new one out. It opened of course this there weekend. is. I yeah. guess I should have guessed. The only part that in, – in this is like a part where like this kid is like in his kitchen for way too long, like doing lots of busy work. That was just like hilarious. Like that's the only – part that where everybody started to go nuts other than that everybody was like pretty respectful but that part specifically everyone was like what the fuck is going on (laughs) so that's nice that you could you could all admit in that moment like we need to we need to address this yeah this needs to be addressed (laughs) and luckily we're just amongst friends so it won't be yeah that and nicole kidman's introduction everyone was like screaming because it's just like but i do that i'll do that now i don't care i stand up and clap when i'm in the theater now i just when nicole kidman you know what's funny is when that first came out and they were like the biggest ad campaign by any movie theater chain ever i was like 
I don't know, only one video <laughs> with Nicole Kidman and no other celebrities. There's not even a second video with Nicole Kidman. This doesn't feel big. But the reaction it has gotten, I go, maybe it is. Maybe it yeah, is the big campaign. Right. Like, they yeah. knew they were kind of trolling us. Like, they knew they were going to get people to make fun of it. Do you think and they did? I don't know. I, don't know. I saw this. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember where it was from because I just saw a screenshot. But it was like someone asked like some journalist asked Nicole Kidman like about it like if she was aware that people were like you know doing all this stuff mm-hmm. and she just keeps being like what no <laughs> <laughs> what, <are> you, what? <laughs> why <laughs> no <laughs> no no <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, that's it's, never, her. it's never not funny to make fun of an Australian accent particularly the way they say no yeah <laughs> no 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 <laughs> we love to laugh about that <laughs> my coworker is Australian and <laughs> I was asking if she had seen how just the way they say no had become like a meme and she was like, oh, yeah, I did see that. Has and it become a meme? Aus- yeah. <laughs> Do they know it's weird? Do I mean, I'm sure Americans, we say tons of dumb shit all the time, but do they know it's weird? I don't think so, because it's not a phrase. It's just their accent. Yeah, I think it's like one of those things you can't hear if it's you. Like, I, like yeah. I, I, if when someone tells me I have like a California accent, I go, I guess, but like, I don't hear it, you know, until someone else points it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, that's honestly so funny. I mean, I don't hear my I mean I I don't I my inflections have changed from living in California and Chicago but yeah I don't uh I don't feel like I have any sort of accent anymore I mean sometimes oh that was the other thing you were saying like caramel Mm -hmm. I used to get made fun of for saying caramel because I, I'll be like caramel and they're like ew what because I also would say pecans and okay, <laughs> I say pecan. Yeah, for the same I, exact reason because I think pecan sounds like the snooty one. Well, yeah, but I I retrained myself because, or I tried to. Sometimes I let it slip just because I was like, well, I don't want people to think I'm super fucking trashy. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, all right, I'll just you know, I'll just fucking. I'll I'll make it seem like I know what I'm doing. But I, I think I think you guys are saying the opposite things here. Where Paige yeah. thinks that caramel sounds that's well, the that's the you know, every every man way of saying yes, it and caramel right. fancy, then you're saying that you think that you saying caramel was the trashy one. I and caramel yeah, I thought is caramel the, was the, the trashy one, one and caramel was not. I mean, people, please in the comments weigh in. <laughs> yeah, what's what's trashier? I think it's also just because it's like caramel. Caramel. Like the way I would say the caramel. Yeah, yeah. Do you say uh, orange? No, I say orange. You say orange. Okay. Yeah. All right. I yeah. There's certain words that like I had, and then but it was like I was around people who like all said water. I used to say like kind of water. Um. And that I got made fun of, like, when I moved. It's, like, water, drawer, 
Like it was just like a lot of like, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> so one, one episode, I can't remember why we were talking about this, but I I say crayon mm-hmm. instead of crayon. Oh yeah, I remember that. And people were like, "What the fuck is Paige saying?" Crayon. And I was like, "Crayon." I say crayon. I was crayon. Like, I don't crayon. know. I, you know what? I like brush over the on like yeah, crayon. I, I, it's not like I'm trying to leave out the. Leon, yeah. but I just I guess I'm saying it fast I don't know that's just yeah. how I've always said Cram. it Cram. I say everything perfect and normal yeah but you yeah, know what? have you ever perfect. met someone that says crowns cause that's nope. a fucking mind what? fuck Wait, what do you mean oh I have met people who call them crowns crayons that's how crayons? they pronounce crayons wow. they'll go crowns <laughs> And I'm like, well, and then there's like, isn't it like Canadian or British people say for colored pencils, they say pencil crayons? I swear <laughs> to God. So gross. It's so. I just wish we could all get on the same page. Yeah, it's just like a lot of. And it's like also, it's like people in the Midwest calling soda pop and mm. like people in the South calling soda Coke. Yeah. And it's just like. It really feels wrong. Like, I hate yeah. to break it. To, I'll say soda is what it should be called only because it's both the East and West Coast dictates mm-hmm. that it's called soda. It's and not you don't called- want the middle having any any commentary on this. <laughs> I'm a liberal elitist. <laughs> That's how we I think, do. baby. I the do. liberal elite says soda. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, hey, uh, do you have any other major mall updates or excursions you've been on since we last spoke to you that you want to get to before we talk about the store? I mean, not particularly outside of, you know, getting to go going into stores like that I uh, would normally not step foot in like Free People or Aritzia <laughs> when trying to look for stuff to wear to the courthouse. <laughs> that was a trip. I, uh, what, where did you end up getting what you wore? Free People and then <laughs> to the courthouse I wore this like Amazon dress that I had in my closet that I had worn and not washed after a wedding years <laughs> ago. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I had bought a jumpsuit and from revolve.com and like kept convincing myself that that was what it was and everyone was so kind and saying like this is fine and <laughs> And then it just didn't hack it. But Aritzia was it was like hilarious. It's just the people at Aritzia have never left. They're the mall people. <laughs> I, I just like was like, oh, I get it. This is what Aritzia is. And then I was in – the only other thing is I was in Sephora killing time at one point. And this was like right before Omicron. Um, so things were like a little more chill and they had all their samples out. And lip plumper is a big deal now with the young mm-hmm. kids. Lip what is plum- what is the technology behind a lip plumper? Oh, there's no technology. It, <laughs> there it, is technology. No, there's <laughs> not. There Emily, is technology. It's burning your lips with like yeah. with that's like the, that's the fiery oil. It's like peppermint. It's an allergic oil. reaction. 
Essentially. Yeah, no, it is. It's literally the same thing as, like, if you were to just, like, find a way to irritate your lips in, like, a really drastic way. And they had this, like, when I was a kid, too, they had lip plumper was, like, a thing. They would call it lip venom and shit like that. Oh, so yeah. It's, it's back. People are – it's back. And so I was like, I'm going to try it because for some reason I thought that they had come up with new technology and they didn't. And so I like – No, they just waited for people to forget. They did. And so I put some on and then I was standing there and I couldn't wipe it off. Like I just – my lips were like on fire under my mask in Sephora and I was just like silently freaking out. And not knowing what to do. And so, and like, I was like trying to wipe it off. I, it was one of those things where it's like I couldn't find like a napkin. And I was like, I hate this. <laughs> but how did it look? I mean, my lips looked inflamed and hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it brings a whole you post a picture and it brings a whole new meaning to someone commenting fire emoji. They're yeah, like, exactly. I mean, that's the thing. It's you like look all like you're experiencing pain. All the influencers are like, oh my god, look at this half of my mouth versus this half, and it's like. Yeah, I, I, you get stung by a bee, like, and it fucks your shit up too. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> and we love bees. They're very yeah, important. We do. So. Great point. <laughs> well, there you go. That would that could be an interesting line from Bert's bees. Is it's um, <laughs> look like you've been stung. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bert's bees does not have the technology. No. They're all natural. They are just yeah. trying to. <laughs> I mean, I guess they could technically if they wanted to put straight peppermint oil. Because <laughs> that's natural. Yeah. Well, so wait, what did you do? How were you able to get past what happened? I mean, I left and I went outside and I used my shirt, but I was scared to take my mask all the way off for long enough to wipe it off. Like I started yeah. freaking out. And then even when I wiped it off, it wasn't off. And yeah. I was just like, Bleh. so <laughs> it's weird to have something going on under your mask. Like I've even felt weird. Like if I like just put on lip balm and then I put a mask on, I'm like, this is odd. This is an odd yeah. sensation. There's, there's a lot that goes on behind the mask. It really is. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> um, okay. Well, then I think we should talk about the store. This is a big one. Yes. Bath and Body Works. Oh. We've alluded to it many, many times over the past few years. It's been spoken about for sure, but not in as the store of the episode. I'm shocked, to be honest. (laughs) I'm shocked. Lindsay, I don't know that anyone who's ever suggested doing this store has ever presented to us such a compelling reason for (laughs) wanting to talk about it. You... won the chance to do this story. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and and to be and it is an honor because it was such a, a such a it shaped my childhood is what it did. It shaped my the the sense of my childhood were rooted in this store. So, it has a, holds a lot of meaning to me. I mean, cucumber melon anyone? I mean, that to me is the scent from Bath and Body Works. I think that this store might be as pivotal and like growing into a into a young woman 
as, you know, tampons, etc. I agree. It's a rite of passage to get one of their little baskets. It just carries you through on your journey and gives you something to hold on to. Yeah. Well, it's an important place to experiment. You know, you go in there, you try different scents, you try different lotions. You go, am I sunflower sunshine or am I chai leaf pile <laughs> there was like a moonlight there's only walk. two types of people <laughs> those, are, those are the two types choose one sorry there's moonlight walk and I mean the variety of products they have too it's just you know it's overwhelming and this was also in the era of when we were into putting glitter into lotion oh yeah which of I course. think is yeah. back again I think that's back but I think so. <laughs> we were, it was like a big. Well, there's gl- a body glitter thing, like you, like a, the little roller. Yeah. yeah. This is like they also had like they had like glitter in like the moisturizing lotion and like that whole and like bot like body wash. So this like, but my biggest issue, which I presented, is like they have all these incredible like smells. I want to say flavors, and that's part of the problem. <laughs> and part of the problem is they have these incredible smells. The scents were like just visceral. You know what I mean? Like it was like you could taste it, and and that is the problem because I wanted to taste it. And I could not because it was soap, because it was a candle, because it was a lotion, because it was because it was a, you know whatever the closest thing I got to it was a lip balm, and I did try to eat that. And guess what? They didn't even make it taste good. Lip smackers tasted better. I have to imagine they did that on purpose to discourage I'm just sure. this. Sure, but like it's so, it just was so fucked up to me, and it still yeah. is. Like I have no desire whatsoever to, and I maybe it's like a twisted diet culture thing also about just like torturing women forever, and it's like <laughs> you can't have a cinnamon bun. You should at smell least like smell like one. Yeah, exactly. It's like cinnamon buns are bad. Don't eat them, but smell like them. Like, it's really fucking... Put the lotion in your mouth and then spit it out. Yes. Don't eat your friend's grandma's pasta. Exactly. You should smell like it. It's like punishment and punishment. Yeah. And it just like... And it pissed me off because I... And I couldn't contain myself because no matter what, I would always try a tiny little piece because I would be like, I just... I just want to make sure it's not edible. What if no one's checked? And yeah, exactly. I was like, what if they made the soap sweet? But and, but you know what I had? I had what is edible? Well, it's not edible, but I mean sugar scrubs. When that was a thing, what's that? A sugar oh, scrub. Just- I thought you were talking about a brand. You just mean like sugar scrubs as a concept? I don't think I know what that is. A sugar scrub is like an exfoliating wash for the shower. Well, it'll be like brown sugar and coconut oil and probably some soap, but I didn't Mm -hmm. notice because it was there was brown sugar. You would eat it? (laughs) You could taste it. Well, it is a little taste. Sample. <laughs> sample. I can't. Before, after you used it to exfoliate. Well, I wouldn't use it, the dirty stuff on my body. I would, but like they have sugar scrubs for like lips and stuff. I still have problems. I, I think I have pica. 
So that's its own issue because – but I've been known to eat a lip balm. Like I, I was scared off from key lime pie for years because when I was 10, I ate an entire container of key lime pie lip balm. Oh my god! And like a like a that? twist, like a twist, or yeah. like a little pot. No, the pot, the little pot, okay. like a little <laughs> pot of it. Okay, I assumed that that had like petroleum jelly or something. Uh, in it. I'm like, sure what that's did, that's all. What it, did it? Yeah. What did it do to your digestive system? I have no idea. I don't remember, <laughs> but like, I I mean, I know I I got in trouble, quote unquote, because it's like I don't know what you do to your kid when you find out that they ate lip balm because it was. It was. It was. It's hard to explain <laughs> to a child what's wrong with that. You go, well, it says key lime pie on it. I mean, it's not. It's not hard to explain at ten. Well, I guess. I guess I'm trying to. <laughs> I, maybe I was younger. Maybe I was younger. I'll say I was I younger. Think that when your kid does that, you just have a talk where you're like, "Oh no, she's too dumb." <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do? <laughs> How do we explain? Okay, so in life, you will encounter things that say a food on them. Yes, it does not mean that they are that food. They may, in fact, be shaped like that food with the colors of that food and the exact texture of that food. But and to be yet, clear, that is funny. Key lime pie. Does is not dissimilar in texture to a lip balm in a little pot. <laughs> when you I really mean, think about it, <laughs> I right. would hate. I would hate to see you at that store at City Walk where it's all soaps that are literally <laughs> shaped like detailed pastries. Like I stuff. Yeah. fucking hate that. I mean, like I have such an intense hate for. Things that are not food that look like food. <laughs> the opposite, however, the opposite is something that it's one of my favorite things. I love when things don't look like food that are food. That's uh, okay, one of my yeah. favorite things. So you loved the cake, the cake, not cake trend from the beginning <sighs> of COVID. Oh, I think it's so cool. I mean, I, lo- <laughs> I yeah, I love it well, because it's what about and the it middle is- ground though, where <laughs> it is shaped like a different food? I when a cake like, is shaped like a diff- like a turkey or something, I think it's kind of cool. Like I, I'm, I'm not upset like, by it. I, I understand that too because, and I, I I'm not going to defend that because I think that <laughs> that is a sensory confusion. But I don't like being tricked by because here's the thing: why do people like it? Because they like pastries. Because pastries are wonderful and they taste good and they smell good. But you made them soap? Why did you do that? <laughs> like, if you liked them so much, you wouldn't turn them into something used to clean dirt. So when you go into a Bath and Body Works, you feel lied to. I do. Now I do. Yeah. I, feel, yeah. I absolutely feel lied to. I, because it's like, oh, it smells like vanilla. And it's like, uh, well, where's the vanilla? <laughs> <laughs> Where's yeah, a bit of a missed opportunity? They should be selling the the pastry counterparts to all of their scents. Maybe <laughs> this is your mission in this life is to use your baking talents 
to create real life versions of <gasps> all of the flavors that taste like what you want them to taste the like. The Bath and Body Works cookbook <gasps> by Lindsay yeah. Adams. That's actually a can you really picture good it? idea. I, like, I can picture it. I actually, that's such a good challenge. Bath okay, and so Body Works flavors. Let's make sure we're just trademarking this right now. Yeah, yeah. just so if anyone listening, don't either pretend you didn't hear that or do whatever yeah. you need to do. But TM. TM. <laughs> Yes, yeah. TM to the idea. Uh, <laughs> exactly. That's like so. I mean, see that. That's like where it's at. That's something and, I would do, and it would be actually like really. I think they've tried to make drinks, like fruit drinks, like yeah. some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think what's hard is like vanilla pine scented stuff. Right, where it's mixing a a food and a not food, like yeah, that's tricky. But I I would still, (laughs) I guess I would still try like the closest I would do, like a vanilla rosemary something. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I don't like mixing sweet and savory generally. And pine (laughs) pine cones are notoriously savory. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you know, if there's one thing I know, it's that you don't sugar a pine tree. You saute it in the wilderness for months, and it comes down to to grilling pine needles. Where's that Lindsay's episode of Yellow Jackets? Like <laughs> I mean, I yeah, guess they skipped right nuts. past that into cannibalism. Yeah, they absolutely <laughs> because they don't like mixing sweet and savory. Yeah. So I'm sure I'm sure one of them at one point was like, you guys, we could just saute this pine tree. And they were like, no, bitch, we want girl meat. <laughs> no, bitch. Now we're going to eat you. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And you are, stupid and you fucking are idea. Covered in cucumber melon. Lotion. Oh, my God. Well, strawberry kiwi. Can we yeah. also talk about strawberry strawberry kiwi? But uh, strawberry kiwi for me was lip smackers. Yeah, like, that yeah. it had to be lip smackers. Mm-hmm. But cucumber melon was what you gave to your best friend from Bath and Body Works. <laughs> if they were your best friend, that's how you let them know. Yeah, if you so got when- like the weird, if you got the sugar plum fairy, what was that other one? <laughs> It was like sugar plum whatever. Something of that nature. Yeah, Yeah. you were an afterthought. (laughs) (laughs) The store. Afterthoughts. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't even know the name of that store. Oh, it all comes back around. So when you were like a a kid or teenager and you would go hang out at the mall, would you go in Bath and Body Works and like sample and hang out? Every single time. Yeah. Every single time. You have to. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's also they make it so inviting, which is like I get I know that's the point, but they make it look like a fucking fruit stand, like a yeah. farmer stand <laughs> too. Yeah. So yeah. it's like fuck you. Of Where course it's just like it's the opposite of not having enough inventory. It's just like absolutely like bursting at the seams with lotions and stuff is like coming out of the store 
at you. Like the storefront can't hold it all in even. Yeah. yeah. It, and it's yeah. one of those stores too with samples, which is like similar to Sephora where like people are just pawing at the merchandise <laughs> trying to see if it is a sample or not. <laughs> Yeah. Like, there's like a manic energy behind being like, is this sealed or not? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I laughed the most recent time I, I was uh, at a Bath and Body Works was at the Burbank Town Center. And what they have out on display, like the first thing you see as a sample now is like a flavored scent or scented hand sanitizer. <laughs> That's how they've like compromised. They're like, we still have yeah. the samples. <laughs> But they are sanitizing sample. <laughs> I I I know that's the that's one thing I would not try. But I and I, I will say this: I have come around to like vanilla scented things or cinnamon. But I think that that's very like I I don't know. I I stick to like like I have Bath and Body Works candles because they're like some of the best candles. And, like, Tree Farm, for example, yeah, is a great scent. When we talk about the candles, is that White Barn? Or is that, like, is that I still... isn't... So, isn't White Barn just, like, a slightly more, like, quote-unquote boutique version of it? Because okay. normal Bath & Body Works definitely has candles. And I think White yeah. Barn is just, like... Almost like the labeling is just a little like less cartoony or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're both they're different technically, but they both have candles. And guess yeah. what? They both had a bogo and that's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> I do okay, so Speaking of the look of it and how yeah. it looks like a fruit stand, I sent this to both of you and yeah. I do want to explore it a little bit. I, I came across a tumbler. <laughs> called okay we're looking at here we go bbw right <laughs> heartland.tumblr.com this is a bath and body works dedicated tumbler wherein the author what did you say the tumblrer repeatedly refers to bath and body works <laughs> as bbw <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine, but <laughs> is distracting, in my opinion. Uh, which, by the way, in my research today, I learned that uh, guess whose stock uh, name is BBW? Build a Bear uh. Workshop. <gasps> so, a <laughs> oh. uh, lot going on there. But this is an incredible Tumblr where this person posts different, like, you know, um, past scents and random products that they find as part of their blog. But then they also have this whole page that details the history of Bath and Body Works and all the different eras and the different looks. Huh. Uh, and this is they this is specifically dedicated to what they call the Heartland era, which was from 1991 to 2002, where it looked uh, – this says it's um, – Okay, so first of all, they had the green era. This is 1990 to 1991. Right. It resembled the body shop, so dark green coloring, environment theme. Then These bottles look like they're from 
the 1850s. Yes, they they love that too. They look like some kind of. Yeah, they look like they were pulled out of like a preserved old mining town or something. These do not look like they're from the 90s. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so then and so then it says, okay, from 1991 to 2002 Heartland era. It says in response to a lawsuit from the Body Shop for being too similar. BBW developed its famous sunburst logo and Heartland theme. Stores were made to look like country marketplaces with red gingham and wood barrels, and the products reflected the country theme. And that's kind of what it is today. They say that they go into these other, they say that 2002 to 05, it was modern apothecary. They have these like other things where they're saying it went through other phases. And then from 2011 to present, they say, the second Heartland era question mark, <laughs> and I think I'm gonna put a period on the on the end of that because yeah. I think definitely, <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely where they're back. But now it's blue gingham instead of red, uh, which is very that's that's what I picture. A when little I picture more it. subtle. It's a little more subtle. Yeah, but yeah, it is. It is definitely like this is a farm and these are our, our what we farm. We farm these strawberries and these I mean, kiwis. We farm and- <laughs> <laughs> BBW Heartland like just is so a soft core porn site. Absolutely sounds like With, a porn like, website. a bunch of yes. like BBWs like dressed like farmers. Which, I wonder fair. if this, what if this, what if this Tumblr is from the era where there was a lot of porn on Tumblr and then they like, you remember they like got rid of all of that? <laughs> yeah. And then well, they were like okay, well, I'm just gonna pivot. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm Google gonna keep the Heartland, username. Heartland BBW. <laughs> I mean, Bath and Body Works. I mean, is the first thing that comes up. So they did wow. a good job. They did do a good job. Whatever do you have, yeah. filters on or like safe filters. No, like, I actually have? don't. I guess they just really got their CE or their SEO. Yeah. Like, it's very interesting. Yeah, it's so, all Bath and Body Works. Heartland BBW. You would really think that's like Minnesota BBW porn. Yeah, absolutely. It wouldn't be unreasonable to think. And then the other thing that I found very interesting is apparently Bath and Body Works, which is under the umbrella of the limited. It's all kind of like Right. Yeah. So but but apparently this is something that's in a lot of their like corporate literature that they like share with their employees and stuff. There is a fictional founder named Kate who is not a real person. <laughs> this is so scary. It's they 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 created all these like this ethos around her and what she's all about and they use her as this like guidepost in their like company culture. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so it says the company created a fictional founder named Kate who embodied everything that BBW stood for. Uh, though most customers, <laughs> though most customers never heard of her, her story was told to employees so they could always stay on brand in their work. Each store was seen as Kate's home, and the employees were asked to treat customers as if they were guests in Kate's home, greeted with a smile, encouraged to stay as long as they wanted, and pampered with the latest products. I insane. mean, they were paying these people minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, to so fucking... I think pretend there's some lady named Kate. Oh wait, can I read so, her her story? Yeah, and also just to say, this person 
prefaces this little story by saying there's several variations. Here's the one I was told by my old manager. So I believe the person who runs this Tumblr also used to work at a Bath and Body Works. But yeah, Emily, read away Kate's description. Okay. Kate grew up on a farm in the Midwest and loved to make her own beauty products using the natural ingredients she found around the farm. She went to college and majored in biology so she could learn more about the beneficial properties of these natural ingredients. She's a nerd. She she is a nerd. When she graduated, she decided to open up her own store to sell homemade natural beauty products. Thus, BBW was born. (laughs) So the the company actually was... uh, like I think the limited is is based in Columbus, Ohio. Check that. So, out. <laughs> so they were like, let's create just uh, this is like th- there's a thing that happens where it's like let's make a store out of something that nobody we actually like nobody from this company actually has anything to do with. We just think like this would work. Yeah, and then it did. But then they were like, let's create <laughs> Kate. Kate to fit in with this vibe. It's uh, so weird. <laughs> it's really creepy. It says uh, that there was, the next thing here is, um, Kate was even mentioned in the company's 1997 annual report by limited brand CEO, Les Wexner. It says, their brand has a conscience, a conscience they call Kate, the fictional company founder. <laughs> Everyone in the business knows her values and what's important to her. They talk in terms of a product's essential Kate-ness. Oh my Would God. Kate do it? No. Okay. Don't. It's that easy. <laughs> This is so bizarre. It's so bizarre to me, too. Part of what's so weird about this, and, like, I will say from doing my podcast, like, I – there's a lot of food companies that make up – I mean, like, out the gate, they're, they're like, yeah, absolutely, advertising agencies, like, you need to make up some sort of chef behind whatever this is or some sort of lore. And that makes sense to me because food is all marketing. Mm-hmm. But like, it, it, in and it's important to connect it to people. Blah blah blah. There's like literally no reason on this planet why I feel why I need to feel like I'm buying shit from a woman named Kate. But the fact that we're not even supposed to know about Kate, right? Exactly. Like, like the right. fact that it's like the opposite of marketing because it's like Kate's a secret. It's like a fake CEO that like the public doesn't even know about. But this actually comes back to your original point Lindsay which is that the whole vibe of Bath and Body Works is as though it's a farm stand as though it's selling food or treats right so it like because they are doing this thing where it's like a farm stand and they're selling food they're then doing what you're talking about that food companies do where they create a fake chef (laughs) a farmer yes (laughs) and you're supposed to feel like you've pulled off the side of the road and bought her strawberry kiwis. I'm finding it interesting that this company is supposedly like supposed to bring to mind like natural organic ingredients and stuff because yeah. I've always thought of it as just pure chemicals. Right. Like to me it's never it's never once registered that I'm supposed to be thinking about it like organic natural ingredients well it's nope. also they're bright colors you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like, like stock photo sunflowers on them and stuff yeah and like we said glitter like there's yeah. glitter in it there's like yeah the all natural glitter like i but i mean i guess if you are looking at the initial photos 
of what, like, the stuff that looked like it was from, like, an apothecary or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, if you compare it to the body shop, like, if it was originally being making the body shop angry. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> with their similarities, the body shop reminds me more of being in, like, uh, an Adam and Eve um, type <laughs> environment, but like <laughs> the sex shop, yeah. So, <laughs> I I don't know any biblical stories, but I like that that is like the one thing that there is a very obvious name for Adam and Eve, uh, the Garden oh, of like Eden, Garden, Garden, Garden of Eden, Garden of like, Eden. like an Adam and Eve esque area i don't know like where they might hang out if there was a specific place they hung out at. i couldn't think of the name of the word garden i couldn't I think of a, garden. to be fair i might not have thought of it if not given a second i wanted to say forest and then i was like trying and all i have like i just picture that biblical like painting of Adam and Eve and so I'm always like the Adam and Eve vine factory <laughs> like trying was there um. yeah I'm like trying to think of every word of like but like the body shop is more natural in that sense I get that but yeah Bath and Body Works not natural they've rebranded a bunch of times too like you mentioned and so they had a lot of opportunity to stop pretending Kate was a real person. And <laughs> and yet they have She it doesn't, doesn't even have a last him. name. She's like the most important person in the company and she doesn't even get a last name. It's just Kate. Just Kate. Just Kate. Well, the other thing that's funny that they do is uh it says here that they quote call New Albany, Ohio the birthplace of BBW. Uh, <laughs> I, I know I can't. I, I can't. It's the ori- It's where the original headquarters was, and this is more of like they say that it's um it's a rural bedroom community of Columbus, and it's now an affluent and thriving suburb. Uh, and then it says it's everything you'd think BBW's birthplace should be. Palatial homes and landscapes that ooze country charm. It's postcard perfect in every way. And I go, I don't think that's what I did think that it should be. I don't think I was picturing palatial homes (laughs) in the birthplace of Bath and Body Works. But yeah, that's not what I was picturing because that's not what I associate it with. (laughs) No, it's not fancy. Again, keep it. Straightforward. It's a fruit stand. The yeah. end. It's a it's a Kate's produce. A farmer's daughter who went to college and studied <laughs> biology. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like that's such an elaborate scheme. It does kind of work I mean, if Kate is like a sorority girl. Like it is like farm slash sorority. But it's always funny when a fake person goes to college. It, it, it is. It is. It feels like an American girl story. Like they should have made it an American girl doll. With no doll. struggle. Yeah. Like here's the American girl doll Kate who invented Bath and Body Works. Imagine if every store's version of Kate suddenly came to life and there were like thousands and thousands of kates like across the world that Mm. had to either band together or fight each other and all of a sudden it was like what are we gonna do with all these kates you know another tm after this concept (laughs) nobody take this (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) 
Exactly. (laughs) Now, I do have a segment I prepared about Bath and Body Works, but is there anything else that uh, you go, oh, this is like an iconic thing in my memory of Bath and Body Works that I want to (sighs) mention? No, it's just like the two things that come to mind are like the sugar plum whatever the seasonal the little basket stocking stuffers and cucumber melon was number one cucumber you know we actually had a hand sanitizer like renaissance in (laughs) in the early 2000s well that's what i I was thinking of during this during like the when everyone was getting all this hand sanitizer at the beginning of the pandemic i was like this takes me right back to when everyone in middle school had a, their own little like keychain hand sanitizer. Yes. On the little gummy yeah. chain. And r- they used to have those little beads in them. Yes. Before those yes. got outlawed. Yes. Like the little oh. orbs. Yes. Yeah. And I remember oh, that. Yeah. Now I remember like there was a, which is, you know what? That's not a bad a bad renaissance to have for kids. But, yeah. No. But the no, cucumber melon, the cucumber melon was king. And guess what? They <laughs> I think they like started to make like cucumber melon actual flavored food after that. Like cucumber really? melon. Well, I think they had cucumber melon liquor, cucumber melon water. Liquor makes sense oh, because yeah. the alcohol in the yeah. It's yeah. for anyone who really wanted to drink that hand sanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> and we all did. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I do want to mention before we move on is uh, I think a big thing about Bath and Body Works is that sink. Yeah. That farmhouse sink. That's right. <laughs> Love a store with Shit. a sink in Where it. you go over and you sample the soap by it's washing so your nice. hands. <laughs> I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Which another great thing. Let's encourage everyone to wash their hands with this soap that maybe isn't really uh, (laughs) in any way antibacterial, but (laughs) it must be right. I bought two soaps a couple months ago. I'm sure. Did you? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I went in to smell some stuff, like to answer a question. Which is why everyone goes in. Yeah, <laughs> because I hadn't been in in forever. And while I was in there, of course, they were having like some crazy sale on soaps where it was like three fifty. Yeah, And I was like, well, shit, like these do smell good and they're cheap. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to buy some I'm going to buy some soap. Yeah. And I did. And it was fun. It was so much more fun than my normal soap. <laughs> That's the the ethos behind and it's Body so Works. Fun more to fun to choose. You have it's so much more fun, fun than my regular soap. Yeah, exactly. I also <laughs> I do laugh thinking about you, Lindsay, wanting to eat soap, which is like a textbook punishment for, like, it is. for cursing. <laughs> it is. I just admire your optimism, thinking that every time would be different. Well, look, if you're marketing a natural product, I should be able to eat it. And that's yeah. what I learned from Shark Tank. <laughs> so I should not be harmed by trying to eat the soap that you shaped like a hot dog or whatever the fuck it is. Do you remember yeah. when Play-Doh, like, I feel like I there's so always much a period Play-Doh. in childhood <laughs> where you learn Play-Doh's edible and then, like, you know... Oh, so, I, someone I becomes the little goblin who will just do anything for a laugh and eats a bunch of play-doh me and yes, <laughs> you too. Yeah. And you're and, but you insist that it actually tastes good. Oh, I like everyone's it. like everyone's like, ew, gross, and you're like, it's just salty. I love it. Give me more. I did love it. Um 
I loved it because it looked like other things. Because you could build a little house and then eat that little house. Mm-hmm. You could you could That's mold true. it to look like a little thing, and then you could eat it. And I didn't give a shit. I liked salt. I would lick salt off the table. I was so I don't know what's wrong with me. Every time I, mean, I, see- I like how much this has um, transferred into. <laughs> adulthood now because now you make cakes that look like other things i know and that's like i love i love playing with and like fondant and gum paste and like all the stuff i'm i hate using artificial or like like i'm not big on using fake flowers or real Mm -hmm. flowers Mm -hmm. and stuff i will always try to make the flowers somehow because I really strongly believe you should be able to eat every single thing that you look at on your cake, even if Can't it doesn't taste that good. You can, but it's like people, you know, will do these like gorgeous cakes that are mostly gorgeous because they put like a bunch of beautiful exotic yeah. flowers on them. <laughs> Didn't I make this so pretty by putting something pretty on it? <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. They're like, look at this crazy thing that was pretty to begin with. And that's why I'm like, I love edible glitter. I love yeah. like all the stuff i mean yeah i love like cake wars and gingerbread showdown because those are just exactly that totally or the chocolate shows where they make Uh like the chocolate stuff it's so fucking cool yeah Yeah. big fan all right let's do this segment this is a game okay this is a we've done various versions of this game it's real or fake uh Mm -hmm. this will be a competition between you Lindsay, and emily and uh i will list what could be either a real or fake bath and body works scent or flavor and you have to determine if you think it's real or fake. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these are from, these could be ones that they currently sell, or they could be something I found on bbwheartland.tumblr.com. <laughs> so, okay. Not to be confused with bbw.com. No, no, no. A different website. <laughs> and some of these are ones that I just completely made up. Uh, so you have to determine if it's real or fake. I'll go back and forth between you two until um, it gets old. And Great. we'll see who wins. <laughs> Okay, uh, Lindsay, I'll come to you first. Real or fake Bath and Body Works scent, Apple Dawn. Real. Oh, do we want to do final answer? <laughs> Emily. Oh. Uh, I guess. Sometimes we go final answer. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I'm going to say final answer. Yeah. Unfortunately, that one is fake. I <gasps> made that up. That's <gasps> not a real. It's a good one. <laughs> Apple Dawn. That was a good one. Okay, coming to you, Emily. We have Welcome Home. Ooh. I'm going to say real, and I bet it smells like linens or something. (laughs) Is that your final answer? Yes. That one is real. I should have pulled up what these are. (laughs) But does it matter? You know, I think we know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, explanatory. I I think we know. All right, coming back to you, Lindsay. We have sensual amber fuck i i mean i honestly don't want that to be true but it it, it really <laughs> could be i just don't th- i think sensual is a little risque for kate kate doesn't seem like a sensual kind of so i'm going to say it's it's not real final answer final answer i feel like i'm going to be wrong it's a trick it's a real one no <laughs> it's real <laughs> And it's currently for sale. It is currently for Wait, sale. Wait, has had sex, but only with her husband. 
wait, is this a body oil? Like, all this right, I'll is... pull it up. You know what? I gotta, I gotta have this. I, I feel like it's gonna be an amber. issue if we keep not <laughs> sharing what they are. Essential Amber Bath and Body Works. Okay, so it's for it's you know they have a fragrance, they have a lotion, etc. It is. Uh, I think it just smells like amber. It says the description is a warm, seductive blend of golden amber, wild berries, orange flower, lotus petals, and creamy sandalwood. Creamy. You know what I think this is? I think that I think that Kate has realized that the millennials have grown up and they may or may not be actively having sex. And if that's the case, they want a little sensual amber (laughs) to set the mood. Yeah, and I and I am gonna share. Welcome home is a candle, okay? And it uh-huh. is cinnamon sugar, warm apple butter, clove buds, brown sugar, and natural essential oils. I don't know what I think about that. <sighs> they all have too much going on, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Like, that's too many different profiles. Yeah, yeah, all right. and well, you should be able to eat most of those. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, coming to you, Emily. We have. Marshmallow dreamsicle. Um, not real. <laughs> is that your final answer? Yes. You're right. That is a fake one that I made up. Good. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> okay, Lindsay, we have mad about you. Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh. I mean, well, now that you said that, now that sensual amber is real, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say mad about you is real. They're, they have and a whole sex line. And is that your final answer? Yeah. It is real. Okay. okay. And it is associated, I think it must be associated with the TV show Mad About You. It looks like the font. To me. Really? Old, this is an old one from like. This wait. is on their website currently. So I'm not 100% sure. What? I'm going to Google this, but it, I'm like, isn't this the logo from the TV show? It Kate? really. It doesn't. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just completely unrelated. <laughs> but it's called Mad About You, and the the description is a love struck pairing of soft peonies and black currant kissed with creamy vanilla musk. I mean, honestly, that sounds pretty good. <gasps> it's probably really nice, and it is real, so you get a point there. Yeah. Okay, I have a shitload of these. I'll do again until it gets old. I love it. Okay, Emily, on the rocks. I think they only want to have positive, happy emotions and feelings. So I'm going to say fake. Is that your final answer? Yes. Okay, it is fake. And it's interesting you say that because what I was trying to do was I, we spoke about how they have flavor or flavors or scents that are for men and they had one that was bourbon. And I was trying to trick you <laughs> into thinking it was like a drink. But I guess on the rocks also is a negative. <laughs> okay, got it. Okay. I don't think Kate would want to be putting that energy out there. Got it. Know? Okay. No, I agree. All right. She's like, Noted. me and my husband have such a beautiful, loving relationship and <laughs> yeah. three beautiful children. And I would like everyone else to have have that and not be on the rocks because we're never on the rocks. They we're perfect. We're fine. Say she's married. So she, we know she is. Yeah. I am, presu- I am presuming. I'm telling you right now, I am presuming. Kate's a catch. Presuming. Kate's a catch. But I think she's, also, she's not married. I think she's a biologist. I think she's very <laughs> traditional, though, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm picturing Christina Tosi. 
that's who I'm picturing when I yeah. picture oh. Kate. I'm Honestly. picturing someone a little less unhinged than Christina Dawson. <laughs> yeah, Christina. So you, you think Kate, the fictional founder of Bath and Body Works, is not unhinged? No. Well, I, if, if she is, she really keeps it to herself and it's all underneath the surface and it's, surface and it's just going like, to explode someday. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that was a point. Christina uh, Tosi eats cake for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, she would drink Coke and <laughs> eat a bunch of uh, M&Ms for lunch when she <laughs> when she worked at that place that's next door. Okay, all right. That's I what just, I, I eat always for lunch, think about. But I'm not running a, a baking empire, you know? I don't okay. need the brain power. Lindsay. Yes. White picket fence. That's real. Final answer? Yeah. You're right. That is a real one. Let's of course see it what is. Remember is. that one. That's such a pussy. <laughs> such a pussy name. And like all, we all know that Kate, huge pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull up White Picket Fence because I do not remember what the flavoring is there. Uh, it's hard. What Does anyone want to guess what White Picket Fence would smell I like? I bet there's grass. I bet mm-hmm. there's a grass smell linen um, what? this one was from the tumbler so i have to find it <laughs> <laughs> oh god white picket fence so that means they no longer have it uh unfortunately you could not access this if you wanted it uh but let me see oh someone is selling it on ebay <laughs> for like 700 <laughs> um for 40 dollars for a lotion and for a body splash oh it's cherry blossom scented didn't see that coming. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, let's do... I'll go back and forth twice to each of you guys. I think that's enough. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so that one was Lindsay. And now I lost track of where I was. Is it your turn, Emily? <laughs> yes. Okay. Frosé. Real. Is that your final answer? Yes. Fake, bitch. <gasps> I'm so sorry. I Doesn't that seem like they would have a frosé flavor? Though? Yes. <laughs> and they'd call it frosé instead of rosé. And it wow. would be on trend. Okay. I'm shocked. <laughs> Lindsay, we have absolute tulip. Okay, absolute tulip. Not real. Is that your final answer? Yeah. It's real, and it was one that I found on the BBW website, (laughs) Uh, and I believe it smells like tulips. (laughs) I thought that was so funny. Absolute tulips. Absolutely. Uh, Okay. Um, Do one more. Emily, we have, let's see, I have too many of these. Coconut cream pie. Hmm. I'm going to say real because I just think at some point they would have run out of other baked goods and desserts. Is that your final answer? Yes. That is correct. Coconut cream pie is a real scent. I think I win. 
I think, well, I think I was going to come back to Lindsay for a million point question okay. as is okay. our tradition. As of right now, I have four points and, and I think Lindsay, Lindsay has, has two. two. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely winning. This last one is worth a million <laughs> points, though, for you, Lindsay. So you have the opportunity to take it. Last one, real or fake, lady fingers. Fake. Is that your final answer? <laughs> yeah, I think so. That is correct. And you take home the win because now you have one million and two points. <laughs> Thank you. Some of the other real ones I didn't get a chance to share were Cashmere Glow. That is currently for sale. We have Frosted Butter Cookie. That was a historical one. Mm-hmm. Um, a historical other- one. Like that's like the archive American Girl doll. Yes. It is. Forest Moss, uh, Juniper Breeze, April Mist. And I think that was it for the for the other real ones I didn't get to. But great game. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, if I can say it, great episode of Mall Talk. Lindsay, thank you so much for doing this. (laughs) Thank you for having me, you guys. This was such a fucking blast. And um, it's always great to be hanging out with you talking about fucking mall shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you have anything you'd like to uh, to plug at this time? Yes. So uh, I have a podcast called Snack Time and guests come on, talk about their favorite childhood snacks and we reminisce and play stupid games and it's a good time. So listen and subscribe to that. I have to imagine we have some crossover that would be interested and such. So... Everyone oh, yeah. come and go over and listen. They, I, if you're into the nostalgia of malls, I bet you're into the nostalgia of snacks. <laughs> yes. I would be shocked if not. But <laughs> uh, other than that, that's it for this episode of Mall Talk. Uh, rate and review. Uh, follow us. You know what the stuff is. <laughs> all, the, all the all the stuff we say all the time. And <laughs> we, I like to do the like... Um, uh, you know how people used to have on their voicemail, like, hey, it's Paige. You know what to do. I like to do that, but for the podcast. <laughs> um, we'll meet next week in that big sink. Oh, great. <laughs> We're getting to have in. A little, have a little bath. We're taking a bath together. A little yeah. bath. Cucumber melon bath. <laughs> okay, see you there. Bye. Bye.